do you want kids? I definitely don't want any more, if that's what you're asking. I already have two. That's enough. Hi, my name is Jessica Powell, and I have had the pleasure of knowing Shiley for, I don't know, almost a decade now, it seems like. Um, our paths crossed um, ways in Chicago when I was running a conference for founders, and she attended, and I just immediately hit it off with her because she's passionate, and it's very rare to find people as passionate as Shiley and I are about helping small businesses succeed and scale. Um, I'm 40 years old. Um, my background is I'm a startup junkie. I live to help founders and particular female founders um, excel and succeed in however they define success. Um, what kind of person am I? I'm, I am passionate. I am a go-getter. I'm a hustler. I don't really get involved in things that I don't want to give 110% with. Um, I am also a mother of two. My oldest is nine. My youngest is seven. Um, mother, mothering is the hardest job I have. Um, I'm happy to share my thoughts on how being a mom has helped me in my professional life and has hurt my professional advancement. Um, I'm, I keep it pretty real. So, you know, one thing that I always tell my friends that I probably don't know how comfortable I would feel putting on a public forum is the fact that if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have chosen business and not babies. Um, it's a really taboo thing to say, considering I can't change the fact that I'm a mom, nor would I. You know, I, I love my kids, but I can't say that if I had to do it all over again, I would do it knowing what I know now. Um, so we can maybe see how I feel about talking about that on air. Um, okay, I think I answered all your questions. Do you feel that you deciding if you wanted kids or not wanting kids was a choice that you could make yourself? Yes. Choosing to have kids was always a part of my plan. It never was an option to not have kids. Probably because of society's pressure. This is kind of the big one. I want to know, how do you feel about where you are now in this decision that you've made? Whether it's you have kids, maybe you don't have kids, maybe you desire to have kids and then you didn't have kids. Like, How do you feel about whatever your circumstance is right now uh, in relation to this topic? Well, I firmly believe that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Um, I know that my journey has has been exactly where I am, and it's led me to where I am. I'm I'm very very content with where I am. It's it's an easy part of motherhood right now. They're nine and seven. Um, this is the fun part. Um, I know that I would not be where I am uh, professionally if I did not have kids. I would I would be in a much different spot. Uh, I also know that I would not be fulfilled as much as I am 
if I did not have kids and I was solely in the business bucket. So like I've shared with you, this has been a really big question for me. I'm in a serious relationship and I know my family has been dreaming about having babies from me for a very, very long time. Uh, My boyfriend's uh, family, there's only one out of four kids that wants, that has two kids. And so I'm kind of like their last hope for more babies. So I know there's pressure on a lot of sides to do it. And I feel like I feel like I'm probably going to have them, but I feel like it's more because like, it just seems like it's expected of me and I know I'll love the kid and I'll be a fine mom. Uh, But at the same time too, like I don't want just me feeling like it's something that uh, like, Oh, it's something I'm supposed to do to be the reason I do it. I want to be really, really thoughtful about this decision and really try to learn from other people who've also navigated this. And I know I'm not the only one. So what should someone consider when pondering this question about to have kids, to not have kids, or whatever that may be. Question. I think this is the most important question that you've asked during this little series. Um, You should ask yourself questions like, am I a selfish person? Do I care more about doing what I want to do when I want to do it? For example, take a shower when you want to take a shower. Or do I care more about the long-term positive effects of impacts, the positive impacts that you get for, you know, watching something grow and cultivating a human being is a big deal. You know, I made that and now it's nine years old and it knows how to spell lasagna. And I always have a hard time spelling lasagna. I made that. And that there's nothing more I could achieve than that. I've hit the mother load. Um, But at the same time, um, I had to get used to walking into a room and people not saying hello to me anymore. It was, it's never about me anymore. It's all, all about my kids. And that took a really, really hard uh, adjustment for me. I'm still not fully adjusted to the fact that um, I can't be selfish. It's no longer about me. And sometimes I get angry about that. And I think that that's okay. And I think it's good to talk about the hardships and, and know that we're all different. But in essence, we all as mothers, as caregivers, as people who are raising children, um, we, there's echoes, there's things that you hear over and over again, and you need to stop and listen for the echoes. What are you hearing over and over again that that's sending up red flags for you? Listen to your gut. Do you have a, a tribe of people that are gonna, going to help you raise this child? Because I know grandparents want grandbabies, but are they actually going to help raise the grandbabies? And I had to have a real hard, you know, look inside myself. My mom wanted grandbabies. And I had this expectation that she was going to, like, watch the kids all the time and essentially be, like, the caregiver while I was working, while the child was too young to go to preschool. No, that that did not happen. (laughs) And shame on me for assuming that would, because... Everything that you can assume about parenthood is um, wrong. And, you know, like my kid was never going to have a binky and I was going to be this way. 
But no, when you're in the thick of it, you do what you got to do to survive. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that I'm around and I've survived because postpartum was hard for me. I had a lot of depression and I don't even know if, it, if I would say that I was depressed per se. I'm sure that clinically I would have been, you know, defined as depressed, but it was just an adjustment period. It took me a really long time to adjust to the fact that it had nothing to do with me anymore. And that was really hard for me. So, um, all right. Thanks for making me think. I'm having you on the show because I think you're someone who is doing some great work in their life and has had a cool journey that I appreciate and admire. And I want to close this out, close this out, uh, because you never know who's going to be listening to this with one career tip for anybody here. Uh, I want to know like, what's some advice that you have for someone who maybe hasn't figured things out yet? Uh, what would you want them to know? I know I always share with folks that you should try everything in life and explore everything while you're young and you have the flexibility so you can get as many answers as possible. And in reality, that's probably what I'm doing with the show. <laughs> so what's one career tip you have for our audience? My career tip is remembering that success requires payment in advance. If you want to be successful, take the time and do the work that is demanded um, for you to do up front. So I'm 40, like I already shared. And um, being 40 allows me to capitalize so much on all the hard work I already did. And I'm so grateful that when I was young and eager, that I did the hard work to um, bring value to my network. So I have brought so much value to the people in my network that I get to reap the rewards and the benefits today. Um, if I call on a favor in any really capacity to someone in my network, they usually always say yes and actually do what they say they're going to do because I've helped them in some way over and over again. And so my advice to anyone listening for career for your career is to bring value to your network remind them of the value that you give them. And when you're ready to cash in on the return favor, you know, hopefully that's years down the road. Um, you're more likely to be able to cash in on those favors, providing value up front. This is the big one. Uh, this is the question that is the pillar of this show. The question to you is business or babies? answer that as, as you will. I'm curious to hear your full and honest thoughts. So business or babies, I don't think that you have to choose one or the other. You know, it's 2022. You can hire experts on either end. You can have the best of both worlds. You can be a business owner. You can be a successful CEO. You can do anything you want in business and also be a mother, a very good mother. Um, you do not have to choose one or the other. At the same time, um, you can't be great at all things all the time. So if you are expecting to be a phenomenal business owner and the best of the best mom ever in the world at the exact same time, that's likely not to happen. So if you need to choose being the best at one or the other, then I would encourage you to choose business or babies. 
I don't have to be A++ 100% at both. Uh, I choose to be very, very good at both rather than an expert, fantastic, perfect at both. I do the best I can at both because I want my cake and I'll eat it too. Um, if I had to choose one or the other, I would choose business. Um, I would not choose babies. Why? Because I can control a little bit more in business. Babies have their own mind. They do not listen. Um, and um, frankly, in my opinion, a lot more work babies than business. Um, so if I had to choose one or the other, I would choose business. But let's let's remind everyone listening that you don't have to choose one or the other. You can choose both. You've gotten really close to the end of this interview. I so appreciate you jumping in. I also want to make sure that I can celebrate you and whatever it is that you're working on in the show. So feel free to share a nugget about where we can find you on the internet. Is there something you want to promote? Did you write a book? Do you have your own podcast? Uh, do you have a business? We'd love to know what you want to promote or cha- share. It could be a charity group. It could be a range of things. So tell us what we can shout you out for. And I would love to tell people about you. I would love to give a shout out to Startup Hustle Podcast. Um, I'm the executive director, producer for the show. We, as of the time of this recording, are celebrating our 1,000th episode in just a couple of weeks. We publish new episodes Monday through Friday. We earn 2,000 downloads every month. Um, And really what I love best about the show is that I get paid. I have a job that allows me to do what I love doing. And what I love doing is supporting founders, hearing about startups, scale-ups, doing my part to connect them in whatever way I can to whomever would help serve their business. Um, so I would, I appreciate the shout out to startup hustle podcast. And if you are a business owner, investor, startup enthusiast, encourage you to go to startuphustle.xyz and check out our partners and all of our episodes there. I can't thank you enough for your time and for your adventure with me here. Uh, stay tuned to see what the future of this show will look like. And thanks for sharing your story with me. This has been Shiley. See you on the interwebs. Bye.